So are we not doing an introduction? So we're just going to like use the introduction that we did, correct? We could just play the theme music. Okay. Hello, and welcome to the 19th episode of Ruminations with Gabby and Kevin. I'm Gabby. I'm the second part. And, and first... That was really good, by the way, yeah, that no. little unison. How are yeah. you? I haven't seen you in forever, by the way. I know. Now, I feel like our schedules are just completely off. I mean, everybody who's older than us who's listening to this now is just cracking up at us calling ourselves old. But we're now at the age, <laughs> we're now at the age where like, it's like, all right, we need to record a podcast. And we both say, all right, well, I'm free exactly two hours this week. So yes. <laughs> let's hope that they intersect. <laughs> yes, exactly. Which luckily they have. They have. Most of the time. Well, today, um, the reason that we didn't record before is because... Because our previous um, time slot, our, our time slot that we recorded, I had an all-day conference, so yeah. I had to miss it. So we, this is a, uh, a special one day late episode of Ruminations, which falls on the fourteenth of February. We will not. This is not Valentine's Day themed. BT dubs. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> want to mention that to the listener who maybe. Hey, listener. Anything. Will you be my Valentine? You can have the other one. Say yes or no. What do you mean, the other one? All two of our listeners. <laughs> you can take... have the one listener, I'll take the other one. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> and a very special Valentine's Day first for us. Um, I have never, we have never done, um, I, I'm, we're generally... We, we've never brought up a guest in a see, second we, time. we have our little black book of guests. And normally yeah. we're very good about going to the bars and picking up new guests. Yeah. But, you know, because it's Valentine's <laughs> Day, we're looking to settle down a little bit and uh, bring somebody back for yeah. a second time. So, to Cooper March. To complete this triangle. Yeah. Hello. The March is, hair has arrived early. This is Cooper taking full advantage of the fact that people told me I had a good voice for radio when <laughs> I was young. Yeah. Mine too. So, I'm getting all the bass in here. <laughs> you are. No it's, trouble. It's no all trouble. about that piece. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's we're now, just, we're let's now just officially like <laughs> we're now officially like first grade teachers making Ooh. like jokes of like, hey, do you recognize it? We're either first grade teachers or the writers of Epic Movie. <laughs> oh my god, I'd never watched Perfect. that movie, but Don't. I remember the trailer for it. And it was <laughs> Woo! It was uh, the the humor in that back. movie is, hey, do you recognize that popular movies exists? <laughs> oh my god. Yikes. That's funny. So um, okay. I don't know if you guys have noticed this. And if this is not true where you live, listener, I sincerely apologize. Mm. But the rest of us are going to gloat here because this weather is so glorious that it's the sort oh, of weather yes. that you want to cut and slice up and maybe preserve in like you want to boil it down and preserve it for the rest of the <laughs> year. So you can take a little bit out and spread it on your bread every once in a while. Yeah. Bottle Absolutely. that up. This is very, very good weather. Top yeah. down. Perfect. I have a convertible. It's been amazing. Yeah. We bo- you put your top down. We, we, we both saw each other earlier in the day. Right. And we, uh, you put your top down. I put, I cranked up always, of course. <laughs> I, I cranked up always and put down all of my windows and then got gas, even though I didn't really need gas because I just uh-huh. wanted an excuse to stand outside for two minutes. <laughs> nice. Did Good. you happen to take the Palmetto home? No. Oh, because always is uh, very, uh, very aligned with me to the, Palm- the Palmetto. And I'm not really sure why. Hmm. I think it's just, I've always been, I don't know, the times that it's particularly imprinted on me, I was driving on the Palmetto. So you always listen to it on the Palmetto? Hmm. It always imprints on me. Hmm. On the Palmetto. Um, we, were, we, uh, we were saying, though, I don't know if you were thinking things like this, Gabby, mm-hmm. but um, in the gathering we were earlier, this is how nice the weather was. This is where the, the discussion went. I asked Mitch, 
who um, I wanted. I was going to actually invite on our podcast this week before uh-huh. I before I remembered that I had this conference and like I couldn't yeah. record then. Um, hey, Mitch, do you want to be on our podcast? Next he already week? does. Oh, sweet. Okay, cool. he has a topic already too. Yay! Um, wow, prepared. Um, but uh, maybe not next week. Maybe in like a couple of weeks. That's fine. He's generally That's fine. free when we usually record. Okay. It's always good to take uh, get to talk about the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's. I don't know. As a listener, I would appreciate that. You know, I feel like it makes like us. You're, this is like the Larry, part of it. You're Larry, part of us. The Larry Sanders show of podcasts. This is. Um, yeah. But anyway, no. He. Um, I was saying, hey, what are you doing today? He's like, not gonna lie, I'm gonna drive to Target and buy a frisbee. Cool. That's how cool nice plans. this weather is. I suggested a kite. I think this is perfect kite flying. Kites are awesome. Yes. But you have to be in the right place to fly a kite, you know. He lives near some pretty good kite flying areas. You know, if you go to like, uh, I would go to Tropical Park today and fly a kite. Yeah. I would just fly a kite on the Which, beach. Which, by the way. I just think kites on the beach. Are by the, the way. Ooh, that'd be so fun. That is the yeah. first time I've enthusiastically suggested going to Tropical Park in my life. Where is <laughs> Tropical Park? Have I been there? You drive past it on the way back from Mitch's place. It's on Bird. Uh... Ooh. It's on. It's between Bird and Miller. Ooh. You can Actually, tell I'm not from Miami because I'm using the words and not the numbers. Yeah, I don't know the numbers. I, I honestly well, don't not even from Miami. know the words either. Not you're not from Miami though. So yeah, true. So I get the. I don't, I don't know. I feel like I'm. I can get cut the slack. What? So how are you? What was that sentence? Okay, forget about that sentence. So um, <laughs> I apologize by the way if me and Cooper are more awake than you are because we have come off of having quite a bit of coffee. Oh, yes. We oh, I, yeah. I just had some ginger tea this afternoon. Like, I was about to take a nap before um, that's the Sarah opposite of came in. Yeah, that's <laughs> the opposite of it. I, but I like this. Like, when I have this afternoon, like, drowsiness, I don't want to drink coffee or black tea or anything caffeinated because I really like being, I enjoy being in a state of slightly tiredness. <laughs> oh, interesting. So, whenever that happens, I kind of revel in it. That explains so much. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Does it really? I mean, I, I think know. it does. I would okay. say I, I a hope little bit. I, I don't know. Yeah. It just, it, it makes me feel good when I'm slightly tired, but just, I, I'm know, still functional. Pleasant. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Pleasant. I like that we're dressed on a slight gradient today. A little bit. Yeah. Like, I completely, Cooper's also, wearing completely white. You're wearing the lightest shade of blue possible. Yeah, I, I was <laughs> to gonna, I was gonna comment on this. When I bought the shirt, I thought it was gray. And then my... And it's like a bluish, I still consider it grayish. It's a, it's a blue gray. But yeah, it's definitely, it's got a blue tinge to it. But you know what? I love it. This is a shirt that I would think that you would say, oh, this is a little too blue for me. I actually, (laughs) when I was at the store, I was like, well, the lighting, I think the light in the shop was very yellow. Okay. Oh, so So, it looked uh, great. Yeah, it looked great. And it's so soft. But amazing. By the way, Gabby, um, in your last, in our last episode where we talked about weddings and you said that wedding dress can be any color that you want. I think that color would be a great wedding dress color. Ooh. Yeah, agreed. Then you don't have to yeah. find something blue. You already yeah. have yeah, something it's, blue. Exactly. But uh, you can see, look, my pants here is oh. just like a little more. Yeah. Yours so, are a little more aqua. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, my whole thing is a little. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's a cheerful dress for a cheerful day. Yeah. I feel, uh, I feel like uh, a little weird doing this because I feel like dressing blue is almost more suggestive of a less sunny day. No. Well, you're wearing warm blues, I think, the way I'm seeing them. I, think I mean, that wasn't that was intentional. I'm also wearing blue suede shoes, oh. which very much suggests <laughs> it's not raining because you don't wear suede when it's raining. True. See, I've made that mistake a couple times. No. <laughs> You've okay. ruined several pieces of suede. That's good to know. Just a couple. So, no, we came from IHOP earlier, right. and I don't know how long it's been since you've been to an IHOP. 
I have never Ooh. been to an IHOP. In so their life. coffee's pretty good there. <laughs> coffee is like pretty good there, but okay. they also know their coffee is good and they make good margins off their coffee. Okay. So they keep their restaurant freezing cold. Yeah. Uh, so that that the only way to feel perfect in their restaurant is to is be to dr- order a warm drink. Yeah, is yeah. to be ordering a warm drink. So I was just drinking. Like, I drank three cups of coffee in there, oh not God. to stay awake. It's not like I needed up. Just it's, to stay warm. It's no. It's just because it tasted really good, and it's like it made me the perfect temperature. So it was okay. like. It's like they're would, they're conspiring to make it cold outside to where you want kind of the hot chocolate kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you were with us, there is a zero percent chance you would have ordered. You would have not ordered something hot. Yeah, I probably would have ordered tea or something. Because Cooper didn't want coffee, and then you're just like... And then we started talking about exactly what you just rehashed for us, and then I was like, you know what? He's right. It's too cold in here. Mm. Actually, the the funny thing about marketing, like, kind of just like, Mm -hmm. you know, just kind of being like, whatever, into marketing, and this, this leads a little bit into my first topic for the night, which, I mean, if... It's not really night, but... Well, oh yeah, for the for the cast. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe this is going to be a Valentine's Day nighttime special oh, for yeah. those that ruminations with uh, Gabby and Kevin nights. Yeah. And your guest. Yeah. Your Valentine. <laughs> Bonjour. <laughs> um, but all you, I love French dip sandwiches. <laughs> it all blurs together, especially with the way you have to position blurs your together, mouth. Blurs together like a magic whip. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> But the um, the concept of just kind of like being like, you know what, they're marketing this toward me, so you know I might as well enjoy it. That's exactly how I felt. That's exactly how I felt last night when I saw um, when I ordered a Pepsi mm-hmm. after we had seen Saint Pepsi, the former Saint Pepsi, the former Saint Pepsi. because uh. we ended up at a Pizza Rustica on Lincoln Road, mm-hmm. which and I have so much affinity for. Not because I think they're a really good example of this, but just because they're a pizza al taglio place. Right. I don't see a lot of pizza. Like, I love that specific type of pizza. Right. They don't, like, well, how do you feel about that kind of pizza? Um, I, I like it. I, I feel like they someone... don't do it enough in America. Like, yeah. in Rome, that's the default pizza. Oh, really? Except what I, you know, they cut it into four mini pieces there. Mm-hmm. In Rome, they'll only do that if you ask. What they uh... usually do is they cut it into two pieces oh. and then sandwich them. Oh, so you can eat it like a sandwich walking down the street. That's that, funny. Yeah, which is like that's such good for street for street food. That's true. Because who wants to? You know, when I see people eating, just taking the pizza slice and it's kind of like dripping. Like you, mm-hmm. you can't really a pizza slice is not the best way to do it. You have to fold it over. I feel right. like pizza. I'll tell yeah. you. Um, which again, if you don't know about this, this is the Roman variety of pizza. It's made in very long. Like uh, about the like the length of your complete wingspan, mm-hmm. they make a gigantic like uh, you guys know this already, but uh, they make a gigantic pan of it that's that long, but about the width of a typical pizza. Right, and they have them out on the counter, and you just point to how much you want, and they <laughs> yeah. cut out like a little segment. They cut it in half, put it, in, fold it in half, and give it to you. And the reason I like it is that Chicago style pizza has its merits, and New York style pizza has its merits, and I feel like pizza al taglio is the perfect compromise between New York and Chicago style pizza. I don't. I don't know because it's got like it's got the um, it's got the squareness of Chicago pizza. I'm thinking it's party style here, Chicago, like you know where they cut up in the squares and. Oh, that's very true. Good point. And it's like kind of got like the, it, but it's got the 
and it's got the kind of like the thinness of the New York crust. Uh-huh. But New York, as you were saying, it falls apart on you. Like it just kind of like flops flaccidly off the it, it flops flaccidly <laughs> off the plate. It's like a cookie <laughs> you heated up for too long. Exactly. Oh, Whereas man. Chicago deep dish or Chicago any type of Chicago pizza, say what you will about it, if you pull it up, it won't like fall apart on you. Oh, it I just, absolutely love Chicago pizza. It just like it stays as a rigid shape. Yeah. So pizza, I'll tell you, is perfect because it's got the thinness of New York pizza mm-hmm. and the taste of New York pizza, sort of. Mm-hmm. But it, the um, practicality of Chicago the pra- style. The practicality of Chicago style. <laughs> and I, I still I like the rigidness of Chicago pizza. I like that's one of my favorite parts oh, when yeah. I have it yeah. is that taste. Mm-hmm. And um, pizza Altaglio, just due to being often made by Romans, has better materials on it usually too. Mm-hmm. Which that's what true. is your favorite variety of pizza, Gabby? Well, I've told you I'm not a pizza fan. Yeah, but if you so. have to have one, like let's say you're you're at a pizza something place. that doesn't have cheese on it. <laughs> In Rome, that's really common. Yeah, so I, I would rather have like a piece of super crispy, like the thinnest crust you can possibly manage. You would you would love Rome. Very then. crispy. I will. I have not been to Rome, but I've been to Milan, and I don't know if they do the same thing. Every pizza is pizza is variable across Italy. Yeah, but in Rome, um, in Rome, pizzas without without cheese are yeah, semi common. No. So, so just a flatbread? Just a flatbread, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, they, well, yeah. if I, I had to order any kind of thing. Pizza just means, th- in Italy, in Italian, pizza just means pie. So, uh, I mean, yeah, like anything on top of a piece of bread, just like a pie can be filled with anything. I didn't know and, that. Yeah. So pizza pie is really redundant. <laughs> it's like saying ATM machine. Like so or I chai think... latte. Or chai tea. Chai yeah, because chai means go. tea. Yeah. 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 Um, what was I going to say? So you, my, so my, if I had to choose something, this is not Italian, mm-hmm. um, but it's, I think it's fairly, it's close enough to Italy that it could be considered, but, Monaco? um, and I think I've talked about this before, but my favorite thing is called a pisaladier. That's from which Nice. Is, yeah. Which is the one from, it's, it's like a, a Provencal, a oh, like French Provencal dish. From, okay. Do you know, uh, Nice, the Italian hero, the person who, uh, unified Italy was from Nice, where oh. that where that pizza is from. So it's a yeah. it used to be a very culturally Italian city. But I'm not sure if it's from Nice. I it is. I do know it's from uh, the area of Provence. It's, spe- it's specifically it? from Nice. Sweet. So it's basically um, think of the crust of a pizza okay. with sweet onions, like Ooh. onions that have been sautéed for right. a while, and they're very sweet. And sometimes they put anchovies and olives on that. I would say it's a more. It's and closer to a. Um, it's much like other Genoese pizzas that from the area. They're very focaccia esque. Okay. So it doesn't have They're cheese. Very thick. Very okay. thick. Usually. Um, and the yeah. sauce is really good. Usually. And, well, it usually doesn't have a like a tomato. It doesn't have a tomato sauce or anything. It like has that. usually something. Like it has like some sort of thing to keep the stuff on there. But it's just like it's just like, like an the, oil and vinegar, like an it's oil just brushing. Like you know. The, um, the onion jelly, pretty much. It <laughs> just gets yeah, on there. Fun. It's very simple and delicious. It is a variety, it is a legitimate variety of pizza, though. That is, like, yeah. actual pizza. So if I had to order one, I would order that. It's hard to find outside of Nice. Do you know in Italian what Nice is called? No, Nietzsche. but I know in, in Spanish it's <laughs> Nizza. Nizza. Oh, Nizza. N-I-Z-Z-A. Right. So exactly like pizza, but with an N. Nizza. <laughs> so it's very, it's, uh, yeah. So. Cool. It's very fun. Do you remember, uh, speaking of onion jelly, which mm-hmm. is... Great, well, they do sell like, like onion segue. jam, like or like onion spread. That's a thing. I love that onion exists. jam. Have you ever had it on a hamburger? It's no. fantastic. It's a, fun, it's a fun combination of like onion and jelly. It's like it's it seems really weird to me, like a contrast of fruit and vegetable. Mm-hmm. But, speaking um, of onion jelly, Ween is coming into town. <laughs> but once I was just really thinking hard about something while I was studying because I didn't want to be studying. Mm-hmm. And Kevin was having a completely other conversation, and I turned to him and I was like, because I had actually just had 
um, this juice the other day that was very expensive and had red pepper in it. And I was thinking about that. So was that. I having a conversation with somebody else? I don't remember this. I kind of in, just interrupted you and said, or interrupted, well, I kind of waited for a lull and uh, I pulled you aside. Is the question, are red peppers fruit? Is that no, what well, is? No, what they I are. said was, yeah. you know, people put all this very interesting stuff in juice. At what point does it just become soup. cold soup? And then I was like, onions. Yeah. <laughs> if you add onions <laughs> to a juice, it's soup. Yeah. Anything from the classic, um, yeah. what they call a sofrito in Italian. Anything, Anything that from a goes so- into a bouillon cube is no longer a juice. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Because it's salty. Like, that I, just makes it, okay. that just passes the point. Gabby. Right. Or like garlic. Don't counter, put garlic in a counter juice. Counterexample. Counterexample. Yeah. Counterexample. One thing that is commonly in a soup base that I think you can still add Cinnamon? to a juice. Well, yes, but the, um, even more so than that, even more basic, carrots. Ooh, carrots yeah. oh, are course. the because carrot, carrot juice is amazing. Because I'm thinking standard. Because I love carrots. Standard soup base. If you're if you're making a soup, you start with usually um, onions and sometimes garlic, mm-hmm. celery, and oh, celery. and carrots. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you cook them all together and then they just become like the base of a soup. If you've had soup before, Gabby, yeah. which right. I know you like, yeah. they generally start with those three. No, things. but I have soup like the my favorite soup is pumpkin soup with which is 100 percent pumpkin, and then my second favorite really? is either. Um, I start my pumpkin beet soup. Beetroot soup is all beets. Like it's all the, uh, is spinach that, soup is all spinach. What's the distinction just, between beetroot and borscht? Uh, borscht Sadness. is like a liquid soup. <laughs> so beetroot soup is like a creamy soup because it's blended. Borscht just has borscht less has the cream piece, in it. Like, borscht is like a liquid soup. Uh, borscht like just a watch soup. a bunch of really sad Soviet animation. You, what you want to do is have a relative, preferably like a grandmother, around you, being very eccentric and dusting your philodendron in your house with cotton swabs. What? And pretend that this is normal, uh-huh. and then you can enjoy borscht. Or just watch the replica music video, as you told me, mm-hmm. and just be eating borscht that time, and it's a very sad Two song. on the nose. Two on the nose. Two on the nose. It needs okay. to be like, if it, you, you say you've seen Annie Hall? No. Oh, you're the one who hadn't seen You Annie actually, Hall. Uh, yeah, you asked me this. I haven't either. No, it was Mitch who had seen yes, Annie Hall. it is. Because I remember one of the group did. Oh, no, I have seen Annie Hall. Uh, why was I thinking of Little Orphan Annie? <laughs> Whoa, totally different. Yeah. Because we're talking about sad scenes? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Aww. But, no, Annie Hall, uh, they... Uh, the lobster scene? Is that what No, talking I'm talking about where they go back go? in time to see his childhood. Okay. I'm like, you need to have a childhood like that, where, where Joey Nichols comes to you and like, see, Joey Nichols, like Nichols, he points to his, um, his cufflinks are Nichols, see Nichols, see Nichols, you can always remember my name because it's Joey Five Cents, you need to have relatives like that, that are just <laughs> actively annoying you and oh you need to God. stay away from them as much as possible. So that's the when you eat secret is, that's no, when you can appreciate borscht, borscht, borscht tasty. Po- that's, ah. no, 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 it's not like borscht isn't good, it just needs to be the only good thing in your life. Oh, okay. You need to like live under the Thunderbolt roller coaster. So basically, ruin your life and then eat. Contrast well, no, 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 no. Exactly. You're missing another thing of it. You don't ruin your life because you're a kid. It's the situation that ruined your life because you're like a like a lower. I don't know. Your your family is just kind of. It's the fifties, and you're and you're a family of socialists, and you're trying to like keep quiet about it because it's the fifties. Yeah. Vaguely That's frustrating. Not at all like my youth. Well, did you enjoy borscht in your youth? Yeah, you're um, probably encouraged to be I very allowed about enjoy, socialism. Um, yeah, and we were very much not. <laughs> you were the exact opposite. You yeah. were anti-socialist and keeping quiet about your not socialist. No, we did not keep quiet, which is probably why I ended up here. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yep. welcome to the dissonant hour. <laughs> there you go. Um, so, yeah, what, what were we talking about? 
about want to start a zine? We're talking about borscht. I do want to start a zine. <laughs> what would what would be in the rumination zine? Oh, would it be a rumination zine? Because I would just want to start a like a random zine. Well, I don't no, know. We could... I would say we start a rumination zine where you know I do a little bit more of the technical work of this, but you contribute like half of the episode is you talking. I want it okay. to just be a ripoff of Gather. <laughs> I mean, that's oh, honestly. So have you seen Gather Journal? Cause... No, I've heard about it in past podcasts though. It's beautiful. It's really nice looking. I'm sure. Yeah. I would picture our zine being like half like a punk zine that had like inexplicably gather journal like things in it. Like, can yeah. you imagine like punk '90s DIY aesthetic with like Malanga soup recipes in it? Well, the, that's where like the punk Malanga is great, by the, the way. That good. That's where the punk aspect is that and Yuka? like the what? What's Malaga? What is Malanga? It? Malanga. What like is that? Cream of Malanga. It's I. That's it's related a- to Yuka, but it's not Yuka. Okay, we probably have a different name for it in Venezuela because a lot of those. It's it, this, other is a, names this is a Cuban that, name. Yeah, we do not, we don't share a lot of Cuban words. Alanga, do, 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 do. Yeah, oh wow, there's a lot of things that this. Oh, taro, it's closely related to taro. Oh, so that's like ñame, probably. Let me or see. Or in Venezuela. Do, 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 do. Keep talking. I'm just looking this up. Okay, cool. Hmm. Yeah, look up um, ñame. 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 Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 I feel like we're just, you know. Okay, you know what? Yeah, this, this is not uh, the best. <laughs> you want to. Welcome back to, to another episode of Kevin, on a, Kevin, Gabby, and Cooper debate vegetable etymology. Yeah. Well, there you go. All right, so let's just jump back into another interesting topic. If this to- uh, uh, can we put in a uh, vote for vegetable etymology being somewhere in the name of this episode? Yeah, sure. Not entomology. I always used to get etymology and entomology. No, I mean, we can talk about insects if you want. <laughs> I feel like we could do a really fun portmanteau of vegetable and etymology. But Thanks, I just, Wikipedia. I don't what about edamame? <laughs> we, can, we can do a, oh, a phono, God. what's it called, homophone? Hey, want to hear something that makes me a stereotypical American? What? Whenever I go to a restaurant and they give me steamed edamame instead of bread, I say, well, this is BS. Well, how I many times does that love happen edamame. to you? At only in Japanese ten. restaurants. The only time At that's least ever ten. Helped. That's never happened to me. I've always had to order. You have to edamame. order it specific. Yeah, yeah, if you get it for free, that's that's actually I wouldn't be so happy about that. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. Yeah, I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm like one of those people. Where if you're giving me something free before, it's either an amuse bouche or bread. Yeah. Can you imagine if places I gave you rice edamame. like bread? Ooh, I would love that. That'd that be would great. Be nice. Like if they just gave you rice and beans just as like a like a starter. Yeah. Although I wouldn't want that because then you get full on rice and beans and then what about the other food? Well, the, you do the same with bread, right? Yeah. Well, the thing is, is <laughs> when people usually come with the bread, I'm like, no thanks. How's this for, how's this for a restaurant concept, yeah. right? Think of this for a restaurant concept. It's mm. a place where they give you rice and beans first and you're explicitly told to fill up on rice and beans first. No, and I don't want to. And then they give you small plates afterwards. So the idea is that you mm-hmm. just have a bunch of that first and it's really no, good. because then you're full of gas after. It doesn't work for me. That doesn't work for me. <laughs> I, if I, I need to leave the rice and beans to the end. If I still have space, I fill up with you rice and beans. You know, beans don't give me oh, as much true. gas as the reputation does. You, you know? know what gives me most gas? I don't gas? think it does either. Chickpeas. That's the worst. It's the mm. same thing with Chipotle. Like, I've never felt sick after Chipotle. People make the joke about both Chipotle and Taco Bell, and I'm just wondering, like, are their digestive systems made of paper? Like, who goes to Chipotle prob- and just, mine like... probably is. I feel like people who go to, like, these people, like, it's like, oh, I'm going to Chipotle now, and then their 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 stomach just becomes, like, a singularity, and the entire universe converges upon them. <laughs> like, so recently funny. I was walking past a place that just smelled, like, delicious sweet curry. That could have gone so many directions. It smelled so good, and I was like, I want curry right now. 
but then I then I looked down <laughs> to my stomach and I was like, but I can't handle it at this moment <laughs> because it was right before I had to give a presentation. And my why is your situation that you're talking about there exactly like an IBS commercial? It's like a because I feel like I could totally be. I mean, I have IBS. <laughs> I feel like th- what would have happened is they would have, on your stomach, just drawn like some sort of computer animated face. Kevin is and lifting up his shirt right just now, just oh so God, everybody yes. knows. <laughs> Do I look like somebody who cares? Uh, no, you don't. It's just funny because it's for the pure benefit of both of us. Of us, and then the listeners have no idea what and you're the, pointing to. So it's just it's a fun window into yeah. the podcast. This isn't even the weirdest thing I did. There was the one to show you my shoes. I had to like contort into the strangest position, yeah. like pretty much. I'll do it again, just because while with my shirt up too, just to make it. I was like going like this. So this is like the weirdest I've seen, Kevin. (laughs) Can my picture be like this? With but then I can see your face. Is that the whole point? The microphone's. This is who I really am. Okay. Okay. It is. It's like this is my second life persona. (laughs) This is my life. I almost said fursona, which is fursona. (laughs) Wow. Second life fursona. Have you ever heard the the term fursona? No. Okay. Have you ever heard of furries? Uh, yes, but I don't know what they are. Okay, Let, let's let's have, let's do this podcast. Let's explain <laughs> to Gabby what furries are. Okay. Oh Would you like to do the honors, Cooper? Um, furries are people who, uh, mind you, they have conventions for this. <laughs> okay. Um, is it like anime people? They, is it like that? in a way They're in a lower lower in the totem sure, pole? Lower on the okay. totem pole. I'm sure anime people would resent the uh, association. So okay, never that mind. being said, no, 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 I would assume I feel that like it's valid. I would assume there's actually a lot of overlap. I don't know. It, it's overlap in the sense of a lot of furries are probably anime fans, but I don't think a lot of anime fans are furries. That's so, a very okay, good okay, so point. what is a furry then? That's a very good point. A furry is there somebody are conventions, who likes that's the only thing. Who has erotic pleasure from dressing up as an animal. Well, no, no, no. Well, pleasure from erotic activities no, dressed up well, as well okay no 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 okay it's slight mi- slight misdefinition there okay so yes that those people that Hold you're on. talking Dear about parents slash family stop listening right now thank you <laughs> note that we're acting appropriately disgusted to this i think uh, yeah true but uh, i hate to be the weird guy but who's i don't know defending. if they want to if they want to know what a furry I'm, is i'm putting in myself in the weird position of defending them now mm-hmm. um just because you, like i uh but of no course. The thing is, not according to studies, I don't Ooh, know how I okay. read about this. I don't know how I read about this, but according to studies, most furries do not consider themselves erotically attracted to, to the animals. Only what? about only about ten percent of them do. So those people are consider they, those people. What's the word for those people? Ten, bestiality is that involved in it then? Okay, so a form, I'll, I guess. I'll, I'll get into that. Uh, uh, do I want to? So the see, so I don't know if I wanted to know this. No, ninety percent of people who consider themselves furries, apparently, according to them, are people who are interested in the inner section of anthropomorphic uh, anthropomorphic animals so think of like the movie robin hood the disney movie robin hood uh-huh. and think about it. so you know it just involves like honestly i only saw like parts of it but i can i can picture it okay think know? about uh, even another example the lion king yeah okay. or like bugs bunny cartoons okay. think yeah. about how they're like sort of human but sort of animal and yeah, they're just personified yeah so originally what furries meant is just people who are interested in the concept of that from a storytelling perspective oh. and it was mostly based on comics okay. people who made comics with these things and told stories it kind of grew out of sci-fi conventions okay mm. and, and then, then a as little... a lot of things happened on the internet it got <laughs> weird really quickly is mm. that rule like 34 it is rule, th- it, it is okay. rule 34, rule 34. Um, <laughs> but yeah most um apparently most furries do not consider themselves the do not consider to have a sexual component with well, it so uh, um, if you are if you are a furry listening and you are not um, and you are not sexually attracted 
do be, uh, you are now being, uh, we're now, this is the part of the podcast where yeah. we say, you are normal, you know? <laughs> right. Good, I'm, good for you. I mean, it's still considered weird, even if you're not, like, it's like. A little bit, yes. Yeah, I'm, I can I'm, see why. <laughs> I'm glad we talked about it, though, because I really did think 100% of furries were always, like, having sexual They're, activity in these costumes. And so. they're, they're in it for, well. In even, a costume? Here's the, here's the other thing, though. <laughs> okay. Here's the other thing that, that that's the misconception about that. The what? people into the sexual uh, side of it mm -hmm. don't necessarily do sexual things in the costumes because most of them don't have costumes because oh, costumes are expensive. That's true. Costumes are expensive and they're not something you want to ruin with that apparently. Cause that's think true. of also like it's fur. That's so hot. what are, what are <laughs> the conventions true. for them? They just get together. Talking about the comics apparently and dressing up as their, as their, the, as the, their the, term, the term fursona is just an online joke oh, about so this. Oh, so that's what it is. The, okay. the, the seminal we term. We brought it back full fursona. circle now. So oh yeah, God. what people do, what furries do, both sexual and non-sexual furries is they make they're like, in the same vein as Second Life, they go like, well, this is, I'm not me. I really am, insert. Animal here. On, which um, they, they tend to be restricted to like, very like charismatic animals. People don't dogs. generally choose like, yeah, people don't generally yeah. choose, it's generally dogs, yeah. People generally don't choose like, Salamander. I'm a yeah, like, I'm a salamander, I'm a Guatemalan tortoise, you know? I usually see foxes. I've seen foxes a lot. Oh, yeah, I feel like that would be. Because foxes are like, they're just, they're, wolves, I feel right? like there's like sort of just kind of like, if a furry sees another furry and their fursona is a dog, they're just kind of like, oh, that's basic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's kind of that. But then wouldn't fox be super basic? I feel Based like that. Based purely would... on assumption. I yeah. don't know. Well, I, I don't I know. I see that. Fox I, I, is like the reason the I can see fox one level below little... basic. <laughs> the, the reason I can see actually foxes being basic is just based on, if, if we're saying that there's a lot of overlap with anime fans, mm -hmm. they'd probably be aware of the mythological side of foxes in Japanese culture, the kitsune oh, type idea. Mm -hmm. Same with tanukis. So the, what's kitsune? Kitsune. Besides a fashion house. Um, and a record and a, label. Yeah, I was going to point out the <laughs> It's label. a Japanese word for fox. I believe foxes are very, like, mythological creatures oh. to um, Japanese people. They, like, in terms of Japanese traditional religion, they're very significant and very sacred animals. Very cool. So the idea of people being into foxes would probably be, come from, you know. Mm -hmm. Cool. And, oh, the other thing about the, the sexual aspect of the, the furry subculture mm -hmm. is that most of them vehemently, even the people who consider themselves mm -hmm. sexually into that, vehemently deny that they're actually into animals. They say oh. it's the human part. They oh, say well, it's yeah. the human part that they're attracted to, not the animal part. Well, I'm, I'm sure. So they just have to find hairy people to Ooh. be with. There right? you go. Solution. I just solved all your <laughs> well, I mean, romantic troubles. And that's see, how Robin Williams found love. <laughs> you think there might be some parallels there between all the uh, like animal names for all the subsects of the uh, subsects? Of the gay community? <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to say subsex, but like subsects. Other other thing I found out from reading this male community. Other subsects of this uh, things that I found out from my reading uh, said study. I think that this was this was around the time where somebody tried to do a terrorist attack on them, and that oh, one I told you yeah. about that, right? Oh yeah. That's how I first like started reading into this. Is that's that up. somebody tried to gas them to death at a at a convention, and the news treated them like, oh, they're so weird, and I'm like, yeah, but like. Yes, when but... When did this happen? Last year, uh, and in 2014. It happened, oh, like, late okay. 2014. And news anchors couldn't keep a straight face while reading the story, despite the fact that it was chlorine... Yeah, because it was the VO... Attempted that, murder. The yeah. VO that they had of this, it was objectively amazing VO. Uh, VO being, like, the clips that news anchors talk over when there's nobody talking in the story. Mm -hmm. And it was just people, like, huddled outside of a... Um, 
outside of a hotel, like looking scared, but mm-hmm. wearing very smiling, smiley animal costumes. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. like they look like high school mascots essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's just a very entertaining VO. Like oh it's just gosh. like very entertaining. Like I, I suggest that you look this up, this story up, just so you can see the images of this. Uh-huh. Some of those things were very well done, by the way. Like from oh, yeah. a crafts perspective, because mm-hmm. like nobody sells these things. They probably to make them. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. They probably do a very good job making this. They're probably like really good. Like I would actually, I would probably watch a design show about that. Yeah, that focused on the craft perspective yeah, of making somebody, costumes. Sure. If somebody was doing like set design for me, not that anybody ever would, because like I'm a, I'm aspire, an aspiring physician, but <laughs> but I would um, <laughs> if they told me they were a furry, I would consider that a positive because they're probably they're very probably good really at, good at crafting. Yeah, crafting. But yeah, the um, the other uh, what was I saying about the there was something else I was saying about them that. I was forgetting. You were talking about subsects. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Furries are significantly more likely than the average than the population at large to have an alternate sexuality. Like significantly. Like I think like fifty percent of male furries are attracted to men in some way or shape or form. I can see that because I think that like they're disproportionately bisexual. I think. I think that like once you are, if you're like in the LGBTQ community and you kind of like come to terms, let's throw with some that. more letters on there. Why not? Yeah. A Q T I the quilt bag community. Um, <laughs> I love that term. Yeah, if you if you that is a real term. If you're in that community and you like come out and like as many have obviously, um, <laughs> there's like there's not a whole lot that's like scarier to tell people than, than that. that. You know, it's I think like, being a furry would be way scarier because it's even less socially accepted in some ways. But like I think it it's like practice. Like, Maybe. You look at the way we're practice. talking about it now. That's very true. We're talking about it like, look at this weird hush-hush community that's different than us. Can you imagine that being the uh, LGBTQ community like years ago? Maybe. Well, yeah, it probably was. Five, ten, maybe twenty. I, I mean, know. having grown up in a very conservative area, sort of. Same. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> like, I attended middle school at a place that voted overwhelmingly to ban gay marriage. Oh, my God. Like, they had, like, a mock election in school wow. when Obama was running. Middle school, you said? This was actually beginning of high school. We wow. had, like, a mock election to, mm-hmm. you know, vote in for president. And my school approved Barack Obama as president. We, we mm-hmm. voted for him overwhelmingly. Uh-huh. And there was also a thing at the time on Florida law. This You probably remember this happening when they were trying to, like, say that gay, uh, they were trying to restrict a, a, a um, gay marriage or something, like, defining marriage as uh-huh. a man, one man, one woman, that uh-huh. won strongly. Wow. Like the motion to defeat it. And this was in 2008. You know, this, what I never, as it did in I the state of Florida don't itself. get about this is, why do people care who that's other people marry? Very true. I, that's what my, I, that's I still what my can't par- wrap my head around. My parents like, were always, why do, why should I care? What, my parents were always you know? for gay marriage. My, my parents, they said something like, well, we didn't think about it for a while, but then when we did, uh-huh. it's just like, yeah. okay, who, like, like, who cares? It's yeah. someone else's, yeah. Life the choice, situation you know? yeah the situation I've, you were describing to me seems like your school was more like outwardly conservative my school was more like a good representation of like the silent majority mm. that's my, like still cool and still wants you to join oh, their no, I youth got, group i got called. but like there were a couple brave souls well not brave souls but they just felt like they were taking a stand by raising their hand against gay marriage when the government class asked what, how you feel about it so i got made fun of by popular kids all the time in middle school for being gay Wow. I do not consider myself gay. I can right, uh, but, um, but it was for the fact that they thought you were gay. I mean, I am attracted to men, though. So right. Also, this is the first time I've ever said that publicly, like to just anybody. So right, and I am gay as well. Well, not gay as well, but I am attracted <laughs> to men. Um, 
but as I am I. gay, but as well is not a good way to say that. That's a very weird. That's a very it's weird inaccurate. thing to think about that because this this happened. This was like something I realized so long ago. But I guess like now that I'm thinking about this, this is the first time I've technically publicly come out. Interesting. Yeah. No, not because... like not in like in like uh, this and is like. And it's Valentine's Day, yo. Yeah. Okay, not... so I said this was not going to be about right, love. Well, we're not talking like about love. partners. But no, yeah, but it's true, really true, true. it's really weird because this is just like so casual. It's just like it had never come up before. Is yeah. like the reason. It's mm-hmm. not like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because, like, you know, you go through your life, like, and as long as we will have a heteronormative society, as long as we will live in one, you will mm-hmm. have to come out, quote unquote, every time you meet someone that you know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have to, but, like, there will always be that necessity there to where they won't necessarily. I also had to uncome out. No. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Explain. So, so I came story. out to my parents as gay uh-huh. in middle school. Okay. And then realized I liked women as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you're like, wait a second. <laughs> it's a, it's, okay. it's fun. That was a really weird conversation to have to have. It's a fun adventure. <laughs> it's like, hey, remember when I told you that? Like, still sort of right. Uh, <laughs> how you t- just checking in. <laughs> how you doing? Well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. That's yeah. cool, though. It's, it's, it's a very weird, like, it's, it's kind of hilarious. It's, it's hilarious in retrospect, but it wasn't at the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely yeah. not. That's, I mean, I feel like that's middle school for anybody, regardless of whether you're gay, straight, bisexual, whatever. Blue, purple, polka dot. Whether you're something old, something new, something borrowed, or something blue. Right. Mm-hmm. Back to the wedding dress. Back to my shirt. This is yeah. not a Valentine's Day episode. Full circle. End of podcast. Boom. So speaking of go. Valentine's Day episodes, mm-hmm. let's, let's go back to loneliness. And yeah. <laughs> oh. Why not? And let's talk about the other Valentine's Day that some people have, which is moping by themselves quietly, eating a, okay, so eating I'm an entire t- tub of ice cream. Valentine's Day is only real in the United States. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. So that's yep. another way we screwed up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's really a meaningless holiday. It's, ba- it's bad from <laughs> so, so many. True. I mean, it's great. Honestly, um, I would love to celebrate. But here's the thing: like, I think it's just ridiculous to be like, so this is the day that we have to celebrate. Like, if I had a boyfriend and I wanted you to do, do something Gabby, special. the listener. Oh, uh, right. The other listener. Hey, I don't even know your name. <laughs> this is it's kind of awkward. I feel like you should know more about me, but I, I think you already know enough uh, from uh, <laughs> You've seen too much. 18, just say, like, 18 just, hours. Just say a really common name. Just so that one. John. Was, yeah. Just, so <laughs> John that, Smith. <laughs> hurry, John Smith. Hurry. <laughs> Hey John, uh, no, I f- this feels weird. I feel like I'm in Dear John, <laughs> That's what which I, was I never, I never say. watched that film. I never did either. Or did I? I actually can't remember. I did watch The Notebook. Anyway, I'm getting off topic here. What was I gonna say? Oh no, you're off topic and <laughs> no, ruminations again. What? Yeah, something. Crazy I'm gonna silence just your mic for five minutes now. Um, <laughs> Punishment. Yeah, I would love. You know, I I wouldn't want to just have a day where I'm like, I have to have a date. Like, why can't that be any freaking day? I feel like it. I think it's just people wanting to sell more stuff, honestly. My parents often celebrate that. My parents often celebrate Valentine's Day, not on Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. Because you're not supposed to. You're supposed to just, like, celebrate. Like, it should be just a thing where it's like, hey, let's have a nice day. I do like the idea, though. And it should be very often. Like, if you're just doing this one time a year, you should probably get to couples counseling. It is 2016. And Valentine's Day is on a Sunday. And I am among many people who thinks that Valentine's Day shouldn't count unless it's on a weekday. Really? Why is because that? because it feels like it's more effort. Exactly. It, like oh, if, okay. it, if you're working and then you have to do Valentine's Day, that's much more of a show of effort. If it's a Saturday and it's Valentine's Day, that's like well, it's just like hey, tough. Saturday, let's yeah. just go out. 
Yeah. yeah it, needs, it needs to easy, be a day easy. in which both people work, I think. Yeah. My parents have a very specific complaint about Valentine's Day, too, mm-hmm. that I, I completely hear. And it has to do with most people on Valentine's Day go out to eat. Mm-hmm. Right? And if you yes. do, they have some other menu. Ooh. That's not the usual menu, and it's Ooh. not usually as good. It probably cuts out like anything that will give you bad breath, anything that will give you gas, anything <laughs> cheap, and everything exactly. Yeah, it's like usually like a lot of oysters. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's why they like they sometimes like wait one two days after and then just get a much cheaper meal yeah. out with things that they would want. The because Valentine's Day prefix. My my mom is always like she criticizes this. She's like it's every like Black Friday for Valentine's Day. Imagine <laughs> like the the my cheapo mom is, menu. My mom is like every Valentine's Day we're always given the same stupid dessert, and it's uh, always like chocolate and raspberry overload because that's yeah. like I don't know why society decided that chocolate in berry combinations chocolate with, covered fruit for Valentine's Day. Who came up with that? It's an somebody with a yak. I feel like I'm in like I'm from Vogue magazine or Cosmo more oh, appropriately. Yeah, I think it's an aphrodisiac. Though I can see Anna Wintour totally just like telling people that they need to do that because it's an aphrodisiac. Oh my god, I can't I can't see her doing anything that would like position her as wrong later. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? yeah. For me, no, Anna by Wintour, her saying it, it's just right. That's very true. That's a good point. She defines facts. Like if she yeah, told exactly. you, to, if she told you to do it, you would do it, and it would work. Whereas Donatella Versace, I feel like if you would tell <laughs> no, her she's... that she was wrong, she would just get vaguely irritated with you and glare at you, and you'd probably just be fired or killed. <laughs> I feel I like you, you would just it. no. If Donatella Versace just told you that you were wrong, you would just slowly lose gradient you'd and like, fade into nothing. You'd just oh become my invisible. God. Yeah, like. <gasps> What have I done? Oh my god! Yeah. I just feel like Stanley Tucci suddenly. What other you know, big <laughs> women in fashion can we uh, document the personalities of? Kim Kardashian. Oh come I don't on! Think she Let's not that. do women in she fashion. That. I just did that just to get people yelling uh, at me. Um, but you know what? I think we do deserve to that. yell at. What? Um, other than Chicago style pizza. No, plugs. I like Chicago style. Uh, <laughs> plugs already? That's awesome. Yeah. Believe oh, it or not. See, time flies. Time flies, time flies when you're having fun. Time flies. Cooper March, you are the guest. You get the plugs. Hello. I am Cooper March. I'll go back to my do deep it. radio voice for fun effect. Um, Unification. I'm going to do mine in a sexy radio voice, too. So, I have a tantalizing Twitter account and an... You in- didn't have to take me there. <laughs> and an Instagram. Um, they are both Coop March. Um... Can I just comment on your Twitter account? Why? One of the more underrated Twitter accounts, I think. Thank you. Most of your tweets, I, I would call underappreciated. I feel like my tweets do not get all the noise they deserve. I would say there are a couple tweets sometimes that I would say I could pull one up that I felt like was particularly Your Twitter has convinced me, ignored. and I don't know if you would agree with this, Gabby, okay. that Cooper should be the, Andy, the new Andy Rooney on um, 60 Minutes. They should just give him, at the end of every episode of 60 Minutes, they should just give Cooper three minutes to talk about whatever he wants <laughs> to talk about. and just. I'd watch it. I, oh, I would totally watch that. Yeah. I yes. feel like people would either love it or hate it, but either way, they'd watch. Very fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, so one, one tweet I tweeted the other day that I felt like was a little underappreciated. So, right now... And so I, send him and some love and favorite this tweet. Yes, still, still true to the Brigade. time. Still true to the time of the release of this uh, podcast is um, Kanye West, all the hype with mm. the new album. Life mm-hmm. Pablo. And mm-hmm. the fact that it was called The Life of Pablo. And then I tweeted very shortly after finding that out, The Life of Pablo Honey. 
<laughs> have you seen the uh so. have you seen the uh photoshop that somebody did oh uh, they, the... they actually photoshopped that cover no way they, they show they photoshopped kanye's face onto the, the the center of the flower of the pablo honey uh that is so funny yeah the I life of that. pablo while he's looking that up gabriella degwitz okay so you can find me online at gabrielladegwitz.com. Actually, I can't do I like to speak in my normal voice all the time. <laughs> I, you're, you're going That's, for sexy uh, there, but I yeah. feel like... But I actu- hate... You know, I can't do the airy, sexy going, voice because... You can find me I online really at gabrielladegwitz.com. No, don't do it. I, I really don't like it. Is, I don't is like this that Sarah kind Bennett's of radio show? <laughs> oh, Sarah. Sarah. She does that really well, I she think. She does do it very well. Um, it's, it's, very, it's a very calming voice that she has on radio. Yeah. Um, but no, the, the, the voice you were going for, since you weren't going for the breathy, it was sexy just voice. It a little bit lower than Pine, it was. Really. It was almost like airplane safety demonstration voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, can you uh, do your promo in an airplane safety demonstration sure. voice? Sure. On honor of the people flying on oh, Valentine's dang. Day to see the woman they love in Seattle? How can I try? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, <laughs> I can't do this in an airplane voice. What am I going to say? Buckle your seatbelts. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> you can find me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Find me online at uh, GabrielaDegwitz.com. G A B R I E L A D E G W I T Z. Check the exits on your front, back, whatever, <laughs> whatever it is. The safety thing Ooh. says. I really want um, a, a steward or stewardess to <laughs> say that on a flight. Check the exits on your front back thing. Yeah, if I was a, a flight attendant, I'd be the worst. I'd just be like, yeah, whatever. Not, you you won't die. Maybe you will. Who knows? You just um, you wouldn't I'm even ask people. You, some food, you wouldn't even water. ask people what drink they wanted. You would just hand them all cran apple juice and just uh, be like, nah. it's like I'd I don't want this. Like, it's like you will. Uh, Here's drink, a glass here. with ice. Just let it melt. <laughs> <laughs> and drink it. Anyway, and you can find my blog at blog.gabrielladegwitz.com. In which she talks about the perils of being a flight attendant. Ooh. Uh, yeah. And now I'm holding you to that. <laughs> Who knows? I probably won't do that. Ooh, and may or I? Or maybe. Oh, I go ahead. Go yeah. Ahead. Wait, wait, what were you May I say? add something? Because yeah. I actually forgot that I recently, since the last podcast, mm-hmm. I have established a website for myself as well. <gasps> Ooh! Have you, you haven't seen it. I oh, it's very fun. It. Oh, yeah. yes. Housekeeping, yes. you know, this is why I turned the mics a little down from when they were before. Yeah, this is was that exact Ooh. thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It is uh, coopermarch.com, C O O P E R. M A R C H or Z dot com. That's great. Um, Marches, Marks. Marks. You're Polish now. Yeah, there you go. I also have radio shows. Wednesday morning at 7 is my French pop radio show, and then Tuesday, come 3 to a la 5. Radio. Yeah, come a la radio. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> That's my promo song that plays. Cool. Um, my rotation is 3 to 5, and I play similar stuff uh, to all the rotation shows on WV. I'm very um, electronic. I kind of tend to lean toward dancey, some indie, you know, sensibilities like that. 80s-ish. 80s. Very oh my 80s. god, that's pretty much all I love. <laughs> <laughs> he just plays client liaison in a loop. Do you? <laughs> no, I've actually not played that. That, that yet. is actually uh-huh. that is actually just the way to like get get. You, if he did that, you would have already hard. known because he you would have just shown up in the studio and not known why. No, that's seriously, actually, like <laughs> if if I heard client liaison playing if, 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 while I'm in the car, I will probably pull over and text the station and be like, <laughs> yes, because I've done that with songs that have played that oh, I really so like. Funny. I'm just like, yes. It's actually, Kevin's <laughs> actually popped in the studio before just to see, just to affirm that it was me who was playing a song because it was Bizarre Love Triangle by New Order. He was like, <laughs> he was like nobody else but you could have been playing this. <laughs> yeah. 
I think the exact words is, if this is not Cooper, I'm disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I can do a flight attendant voice here. Go. Or No, I'll do a pilot voice. Go. Uh, attention, passengers. Okay, we've just reached our cruising altitude of 35,000 feet. Um, weather's pretty good today. We're going to hit a couple bumps around St. Louis, but right around then we'll flip around and we'll get to L.A. right around on time. Coming around right now, the flight attendants will be showing our regular drink service, Coke products, you know the drill. And now I'm supposed to talk about somebody named Kevin Sands for reasons unknown. He has a Twitter account, at Kevin Says Stuff. I should be flying right now, but it's it's pretty good. It's autopilot. Um, I don't know who that other disembodied voice was. It's we're, the plane talking. We're using very low quality uh, recorders on this, apparently. Um, if you talk again, I'm going to make the oxygen masks fall. I'm just telling you that right now. There's a snake on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> there are snakes on this plane. <laughs> Monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. <laughs> There's also an ECG on this plane. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff EKG. on this plane. EKG. EKG. Well, we're Greek. Whatever. And um, attention travelers, uh, two radio shows that Kevin has. Space Pop FM. Oh, someone just died on air. <laughs> Are we doing like a tablet drone too? <laughs> I'm just making noises and you're trying to attribute them to things and it's fun to watch. Go ahead with the End shows. <laughs> I'm fun to toy with. I'm just going to stop doing it then because of that. The recorder just got a lot better. Mm-hmm. You are now hearing your 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 uh, lightning clear Crisp pilot. Crisp and clear. Now I can't e- eat chips in the background because before I was just doing that and you couldn't tell because the recording quality was terrible. It, it wasn't even you know what it was is I was a pilot recording through a drive-through window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would you like fries with that? Yeah. Welcome aboard United Airlines. May I, may I take your order? <laughs> Um, so, uh, Space Pop FM every Tuesday at 10 p.m., Vaporwave, Future Funk, Vapor Trap with Luan Garcia. Kevin Sandscapes every Wednesday from 5 to 7. Same type of music as his. It's just less 80s, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. You, you've showed up. You've seen it. I have. All right. And basta. Basta così. Bye-bye. Basta, basta. Goodbye. I'm, I got hypnotized. So long. Farewell. Feel free to say adieu. Beautiful. I love it. Uh-huh.